0: Welcome to Becoming, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tani Beardall
1: and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently and discover who you really want to become. Welcome everyone. This is episode 99, (laughs)
0: 99,
1: 99. And we're calling this episode. It didn't work out. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But first, a few items of business.
0: Okay, let's get to it. (laughs)
1: Let's get to it. So next week's episode is episode 100.
0: I can't believe it.
1: I know. It's insane. Next month is our two-year birthday for Becoming. Mm-hmm. We have hit 85,000 downloads. We've been listened to in 101 different countries now.
0: That's it's incredible.
1: Just so fun to celebrate these milestones along the way. So we're just having fun with it. This is almost episode 100, and next week's episode is like a gift to you. Tani has a solo episode that's coming next week, and we've held on to it for a few months. And there's a reason why, but I'm going to have Tani share a little bit about what's been going on in her life.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that episode I'm actually quite excited about because I kind of explained a background of it right before. Yeah. I I don't remember because I wrote it so long ago, but it is seriously like so close to my heart. And it's something that I wasn't sure I was going to share. But I think for me, it's been actually like a life changing episode. So I'm excited for it to come out, but I also feel like it's really important for us to do this little precursor <laughs> yes, to share totally. what's going on because when I wrote it, I wasn't ready to like talk about what's going on in my life, but now it's been a while, words out with all of my dear friends and family, so I feel like you guys are such a big part of my heart and my life that I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time to just share oh, the, hard, the hard stuff going on. Okay, so I guess I'll just rip the band-aid off. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, back in March, I found out some really terrible news that really actually ended up ending my marriage of 17 years. I mean, we have four kids. We've been together since I was 19. So that is almost half of my life. Yeah. And it's seriously so devastating. It's just nothing you imagine would ever happen to you. Like, I'm not someone that gets divorced. I'm not. Like, I'm such a loyal person. I'm a hard worker. And I, it's like this badge I did not want. It's not part of me. And, but now it is. And that's so hard and heavy to handle. And I've always just like, okay, let's fix it and let's, let's figure this out. We got a family, you know, we got to figure this out. We have these kids. uh, And I don't want this to be their story either. Things happen. Sometimes you work it out, and other times you say, okay, it's time It's time to be done and uh, you have to take care of yourself and your needs as well. Uh, it's been pretty heavy to, number one, handle it personally, emotionally, and then taking my kids along and trying to pick up their little hearts and put them back together. But then at the same time, you don't just have this emotional aspect, you have the physical part. Like, oh, it's exhausting. All the moving, finding a new house, all of the technical problems such as like taxes and your insurance. And I mean, it is such a heavy burden to bear. It's so physically and emotionally taxing. Oh, I've barely been hanging on there. But honestly, I feel like I have a lot of peace. Um, I've been trying really hard to handle this with grace and love.
1: Yeah, I feel like because I have a lot of people coming to me and checking in with me about you, I mean, a lot of people are just in awe of how you've been able to show up every day and, you know, been so present with your kids. And yes, it's been hard. I mean, people have seen that, but they've also been so surprised at how well you've been doing and the, the ability that you have to speak kindly about the situation, to have love, and it's been so tough, obviously, mm-hmm. but it also has been... A good example of how you can approach a really difficult situation but what's crazy is like during these last several months we have still been powering through this and you've shown up for interviews and been doing really difficult things during these crazy challenges that you've had and we haven't taken a break even it's, though we probably should have yeah <laughs> but
0: well, that's honestly credit to you, Erica. It would, have, it would have not made it. And I'm so incredibly thankful because this is a huge part of my heart and it's something really important to me. So I just want to thank you for all you've done.
1: Oh, to keep you're it so... Moving. Sorry.
0: <laughs> we love each other I and know. we love this. <laughs> so yeah, it's been really a big deal to me and I'm super thankful. Yeah, there has been times where I just had to like you know, pray for strength to just, instead of asking, I know that I couldn't get this burden taken away, but just asking for strength to be able to handle it. I have so many experiences to share and things that I think will be helpful for other people that I've learned on how to handle this, how to handle any real stress, conflict, trauma in your life. And I can't wait to share that in this upcoming, I'm going to call it another season of becoming, because I feel like I've grown and changed so much. I've learned a ton. And I honestly want to say that, yes, it has been incredibly difficult, but also oh, so many beautiful, beautiful experiences with me knowing that like God is with me and He knows me and He cares about me. And I have the most beautiful people in my life and the most amazing support and love. And like I said, Erica has been just an incredible a part of my life. I'm so grateful that you've been here for me and in this capacity as well, not just as a friend, but being able to keep this going because I do feel like with what's going on in the world right now, people need these positive messages and I've got a lot more to say. So we got to keep going.
1: Yes, exactly. I love the idea of sharing kind of a new season because like you said, like you're a new person, Mm -hmm. your experiences have been life changing. You know, we haven't taken a break through these last several months when probably we should have, but we are going to give ourselves a little break. You're moving and we're going to give ourselves a little bit of grace and couple weeks to let you do that without the stress of trying to continue to do this on a weekly basis as you get your kids started in school. And as you move,
0: Oh, yeah, moving is so such a struggle it 's the worst thing I swear it's just a <laughs> terrible experience, <laughs> but on top of that, I'm remodeling a new house for me and the kids, and um that's actually is super fun, but it 's a ton of work I like to do i'm a worker, I like getting things done by myself, using my hands, so i'm doing a lot of work over there too, so we just don't have the bandwidth that we need to be able to keep this up weekly, but we're going to. Just give ourselves a little grace, have a couple of weeks where we're going to take a little break, and then we are coming back with a vengeance. Like I said, I've learned a ton, and I've changed, and we're wanting to kind of expand the focus of the podcast because of that. We also know that our listeners have grown up. I mean, we've been doing this two years, so if you were 16, you're 18 now, And your lives have changed and your focus has changed and there's things that you want to continue to grow and learn from. And not to mention, we have a ton of adults who listen to the podcast who might not even have any teenagers or kids at all. We are so prayerful about what we share here and we want it to be meaningful and helpful to you. So whatever brought you guys here... We just want to let you know that we see you. We see all of you, the teens, the young adults, the parents, the individuals who just really enjoy becoming with us. Seriously, thank you guys so much for being here with us.
1: The podcast is going to evolve to be just more inclusive of all these groups, basically. You know, Tani, you started this podcast because you felt like your teen friends needed to hear some life-changing truths that Mm -hmm. you found in basically like mom podcasts and then you kept sending it to them. And then you're like, but just ignore the mom part or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we are going to stick to that goal. We want to make it applicable to teens. We're never going to not be thinking about the teen. Um, Teens are a jam. So Mm -hmm. we're going to keep doing that, but we're going to just be more inclusive of the other demographic of listeners that we have here as well. And so we're just going to continue sharing the heart of what the podcast has always been about, which is just becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be, no matter how old you are. And we just have so much more to share and learn. And we love that you allow us to become right alongside you. I mean, we really learn as we do this as well. There are not any episodes that we do that we don't learn from personally. And so that has always been probably the biggest blessing of this podcast as well. With Mm -hmm. that, um, we're going to share a little bit more about this topic. And then we're, it's going to be a quick little episode, but we're going to just share a little bit about the phrase, it didn't work out. I feel like we are all going to need that this year. There has been a lot of that in our lives. And so, Tani, I'm going to turn it over to you again. You can share a little bit more about this topic.
0: Okay, it didn't work out. I Am the poster child for <laughs> this topic, I think. Uh, I honestly, gosh, if you could look back to March, my life is seriously unrecognizable. I could sit here and just be a puddle and crumble on the floor and just be angry about that, which you should. I mean, it's okay. It's totally okay to have that time to break down and cry about it and be upset But for me, that's not a place that I want to stay. That's not the energy that I want to live in forever. So yes, I can sit here and say, it didn't work out. This wasn't the plan. This isn't what I wanted. I could sit there and just be so bitter and angry. Recently, I found this quote that I just love so much. It's from Neil A. Maxwell. And he said, Jesus partook of the most bitter cup without becoming the least bit bitter and that is my goal. That is what has been driving me. I know that I signed up for this life. I came here. I'm immortal. Life's going to be difficult, and that's just part of being here, and that's okay. And guess what? I'm learning that maybe things don't work out because there might be something better. It's been a slow process to open my heart to that. I have a little story. I was journaling and I was really upset early on. And I was writing all these worries and concerns and questions like, how is this going to work out now? Like, I don't have a plan B. This wasn't at all what I thought would happen. And I'm scared. It felt pretty negative, honestly. And I just had this prompting, this thought that said to me, the best is yet to come. And I was like whatever whatever don't tell me that right now this is scary and this is hard and i don't believe you (laughs) so i kept writing and that same thought just pounded in my heart the best is yet to come and i so i wrote it down in my journal i just found it actually i don't even want to write this down because i don't feel it and i don't know if i believe it right now because this is so hard But I wrote it down and I said, I have hope and I have faith in my Father in heaven that this line is true and the best is yet to come. And I literally have seen little moments of that coming to fruition already. And even example with moving. I mean, I was like, I don't know where to live. I just felt like the answers were not coming. It's like this black hole. It didn't work out. How am I supposed to figure out what to do next? Because this is all I ever have known. I just slowly through prayer and meditation, which is going to be a whole nother episode I do personally, but I have had these answers just clearly come. And would you believe that God knows and loves me so very personally that there is a house I'm moving into that already, I'm a hairdresser. You don't know that. And it has a salon in it. Uh, The woman that I'm buying it from was a hairdresser. I mean, come on.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: like that, uh, you find me another house in my area that has a salon that's for sale. It doesn't happen. It didn't work out, but gosh, maybe God has a different plan for you that might even be better. And that's why I love when Erica said, hey, I'm thinking this is a great topic we can go over. I'm like, oh yeah, I know I know this topic all too well. And like I said, sometimes we don't see how it's going to be okay and how it's going to work out. But you just hang in there, you put your gloves on, you get to work and you do what you can control because you can't control every situation that happens to you. But you can control how you respond to it. You do have the ability to handle how you show up and that's gonna change everything. So I'm really quite excited that you wanted to talk about this and tie it into what's going on and then what is going to continue to happen with this podcast.
1: Yeah, I love that you wrote down something that you didn't want to write down, you know, like that to me is so inspiring. You could have just been like, you know, I am just going to continue writing what I want to write all the fears and all that. But you took the moment to say the thing that you knew you should and help to give yourself hope. And as we hold on to those little sayings and lines of hope, Mm -hmm. you know, eventually that's going to be true. And you're going to be so glad that you looked forward to that. But if you don't ever look forward to that, it won't ever be better. And I think that that's where it's really important is if you ignore the possibility of better, you are going to stay in the negative. So Mm -hmm. I I love that you wrote that down. I heard a story the other day and this is what kind of spurred the conversation. And you had the same kind of topics in mind because you have another story as well. But the story was very interesting to me because it showed me how sometimes when things don't work out, it can really test our faith in God. And I'm sure that you have felt some of these feelings, but her name is Al Caraway, and she shares a lot of inspirational things and she's an influencer. So I was just watching one of her stories and she just shared about how she had a engagement that broke off and it didn't work out. And I think we can all feel how not fun that would be and how embarrassing, humbling, frustrating, that could be heartbreaking. It's probably one of those things, especially as a teen, like that you would think like, is this like pivotal moment in your life? And it gets like crushed. Like you think your life is going in one direction and it gets crushed. So this engagement didn't work out. And she said, that she really struggled with God after that, because she had felt prompted to go forward with that marriage with that person. And then it didn't work out. So then she questioned God leading her to do something and feeling like, well, it didn't work out. So was I really receiving this guidance from God? And then she talked about a struggle with God. And I love that she talked about that it's, that it was like a wrestle. She really wrestled with him and, that spiritual wrestle led her to really knowing God and having the realization that with time and with perspective, she realized it not working out was it working out. And she said that several times in the story, it not working out was it working out. And that to me is really helpful to know that when things do not work out, you can have humility, you can learn, there are things that will happen because of things not working out. And the patience you learn, new situations appear, all of it is it exactly working out how it should. You are having the experiences that you need to and will be led to what you do need to find in your life. And I, there's going to be so many things that are going to not work out the way that we thought to in life, in this year, in this school year. I mean, there are so many things just not working out right now. And even those little things not working out, it is working out how it's supposed to. And if you just keep that perspective, that's going to be such a pivotal thing for your life because it's not going to stop. We're going to have lots of disappointments.
0: Oh boy, do I resonate with <laughs> Al Carraway. I get that on a such a deep level. I remember just that being my prayer, like, God, why? For this to be the ending? I just couldn't fathom, like, no, I've put in 17 years. For this to end like this, this can't be your answer. This can't be what you want for me in my life and my family. I had a very clear answer that this wasn't all for nothing. It was a beautiful life I had. Yes, there's ups and downs and there's heartache, but there was also so much love and joy and they can live together. They can coincide with each other. I had that very clear impression that I needed to have this experience, this entire full experience to grow and develop into the person that I needed to become. I have changed as a human and I am thankful. I am incredibly thankful for the life I've had. Gosh, I wouldn't go back and change a thing. I wouldn't. I learned, I grew, I have these beautiful children and I am the person I am right now today because of my experiences and I wouldn't change it because then I'd have to give that person back. I would have to give back what I learned and how I grew and that's part of the plan and I know and I have so much clarity and peace that the best is yet to come. I just needed to become this woman for the next part, for the next chapter
1: that is really hard to be grateful for the heart, mm-hmm. but you can't not grow from the heart. Yeah. So it's, it's well, you just, can,
0: and that turns you into a bitter, angry person. That's going to be unhappy. Yeah. That just wasn't going to be okay with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've been there and I've had moments where I stayed in that sad, numb area. And I saw that it just affected me and my growth and my ability to fill my savior's love for me. That's not going to be acceptable in my life. And I need, I need his love. I need his guidance. So I need to show up in the way that is going to allow that to happen in my life. We have a choice. We definitely do in how we want to respond. I love how she says it not working out is actually it working out. And if yeah. we can have that perspective in the middle of a really difficult situation, it's going to be so much easier.
1: Will you share about the story you told me the other day about the prayer that was given? Oh, yeah. Your house didn't sell for like months. Oh. Trying to be patient through that.
0: Yeah, that's why we were talking about it, huh? because my house was not selling as quickly as I thought it would. I mean, COVID didn't help us at all. So I was telling Erica this story that I heard. There's a woman named Wendy Nelson, and she's married to the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And she's written a book. She's a phenomenal woman. Her book is called Heavens Are Open. And she tells a story in it that is just so sweet and tender. And she was house hunting with a friend. They came to the house that she was like, this is it. Everything is wonderful. This is it. I need to get this house. So she asked her friend to say a prayer that it would all work out. And her friend says, please bless that Wendy will get this house and it will all work out. And then she added this and said, or something better will come. And Wendy was like, I've never heard anyone say that before. And it was really on her mind. She asked her about it like, hey, is that something you do often? And they talked about how, you know, it's really important to say, you know, God, thy will be done. But also, sometimes we can just add that little line or something better because sometimes we have in our head what we think is going to be the best thing for us and we just know it and we're like, just do what I want because I know I have a plan. Just make this happen. And it doesn't work out. And then you're ticked and you're like, you didn't make it work out because I'm not good enough. I didn't deserve it or something worse is going to happen to me. But what if God had something better? Oh my, can we just open our mind to that thought? And we can add that little line to our prayers. What if he has something better planned for us? For some reason, our mortal minds often won't open up to that idea when we are so set on what we want. But if we can take a step back and say, God, this is what I'm hoping. Can you please help this to work out or something better? But I trust you. I have faith that you have my best interest at heart. And I just fully believe that that will happen for me and I trust you. I think that's the most beautiful little phrase that she added. And it's been really helpful to me as I've been waiting to sell our house. And if I would have sold months ago, I literally would have been homeless because the house I'm working on, I'm remodeling it. I needed that time to be able to remodel, to be able to get into it. And I would have had nowhere to live for months. And I remember crying my eyes out. God, I was throwing in a little temper tantrum like a toddler sell the house. Like, gosh, this isn't that hard. I'm not asking for this crazy miracle. Just have my house sell so I can move on. And it was so frustrating. And I felt like I had no control. And I'm a hard worker, but there's literally nothing I could do. I just was sitting there in limbo and it was so painful and frustrating. But now I look back and go, oh my gosh, or something better. This was way better. I got to stay in my home longer. I got to have this transition time with my children they got to really come around to this idea and get excited for the new house. Gosh, it has been something better. It's been beautiful. It's been wonderful. It's honestly been much better than I would have planned it. When am I just going to say, God, I trust you and step back. And I do that. And then I recoil again and say, I'm angry, help me. And it's just this, it's a process of learning to fully give him your heart and hands and say, okay, lead me and trust him. But I'm being shown over and over that he has my back. I'm really learning how to take that step earlier to lend him my control and say, I trust you and let's do this together rather than I know what to do, make it happen.
1: I just need to put these words up on my mirror. It not working out, is it working out or you can pray for that or something better. Like These phrases yeah. are like really powerful and help us keep perspective. We sometimes have to let go because when we're holding on so tight to something that we think is what the answer is, Mm -hmm. we end up really hurting ourselves in the end because we just are not letting change happen. We're really struggling with things that are completely out of our control. And there is so much that is out of our control. In our lives, there is very little that we can control with our circumstances and everything. But we can control our emotions. We can control how we show up. We can control our reactions. And it might not be perfect the moment that you react, but you can work on those reactions. You can work on feeling positive about situations that are difficult.
0: This reminds me of an old song that I used to love in high school. It's by Garth Brooks, a country singer, and it's called Unanswered Prayers. Do you remember that song? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved it. This is perfect. In this song, this guy had a high school girlfriend that he just prayed. He just prayed and prayed that it would work out. He loved her so much. And in this song, he's at this high school football game and he's with his wife and they run into his old high school flame. And he. the chorus says, Sometimes I thank God. Just kidding. I'm not going to sing it.
1: No, you should sing.
0: (laughs) No. So he says, sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Remember when you're talking to the man upstairs, it is the cutest chorus, but basically he's talking about how he's so thankful it didn't work out because he's looking at his wife that he loves dearly and it turned out so much better than it would have if he ended up with this old high school crush. So many times we think we know what's best for us. When things all play out, you can look back and go, oh my goodness, this is so much better. God's plan is so much better than we can even understand sometimes. Just relinquishing that control and saying, I trust you and I know that you love me and have my best interest at heart and everything's gonna work out. And it's hard to do. It's so hard to physically like open your fist like you said. But once we learn that, it's just beauty. We you just roll with the punches. You say, okay, it didn't work out, but what did I learn? And life is beautiful. It's wonderful and it's worth it. All of this hard stuff is worth it. That's how you grow and change.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing to remember in your prayers is to ask for peace along the way because yeah. you really can't change our circumstances instantly because we're, we're supposed to go through them. We're supposed to experience these things. And even though we can hope for those things and we can ask for help, what we really can pray for is for God's presence in our day-to-day in helping us get through those things and to be able to have help with the things we can control and look for those things. Thank you so much for doing this episode with me today, Tawny. I'm so excited next week for episode 100. It's so special. You definitely cannot miss episode 100. We will be back In a couple
0: weeks after that. Well, thanks, Erica. That means a lot to me that you would say that. And yeah, uh, get ready for a new season and a lot of new information. Like Erica said, we are always keeping our teens in mind. We love you guys so much. We have a lot more life lessons to share. We're excited for what's to come. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you for helping us get to episode 100 next week. That's a huge deal. Uh, for us personally. And we love you all.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.